from Wall Street to the White House. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Larry Kudlow, so we're going to turn away from the Israeli war and take a look at the economy. We had a soft employment report, um, downward revisions, and some very soft ISMs on manufacturing and services. So let's turn to Breitbart's John Carney. Breitbart News Editor, Economics and Finance, co-author of the Breitbart Business Digest. So, John, you're saying, <clears throat> I read, I just read your piece quickly. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Fighting a bad cold here. Um, it looks like you you went soft on the softness in the employment report. <laughs> but, yeah, I did a little tell bit. Us your, tell us your take on this. I'm going to give you a second chance. <laughs> Sure. That, no, that's that's right. I think that the employment report was, as you put it out, it was a lot softer than people expected. And I think very significantly, we got downward revisions for the last two months. One thing I'll caution about is for August, for instance, we got a downward revision from August after an upward revision. Right. So initially, the, the August number was not so good. And then it was really good. And now it's not so good again. So these numbers bounce around a lot. So that's why when I look at the 150 number for uh, uh, for October, I say, well, okay, look, we, we need to be a little bit cautious about what that really is telling us about the economy because it could be revised up or down a lot. One of well, it's 101,000 revisions. So right, exactly. 150 minus 101 is 50,000. It's not very good. No, it's not very good. And uh, eight, of the, I, eight of the last nine months are revised down. I'm just saying... I I appreciate the. I mean, these numbers do bounce around month to month, but you've got a downward trend eight of the last nine months. That's usually uh, a bad, a bad, you know, soft economic signal. And I'm yeah, wondering. And, and unemployment is up, by the yes. way, to three point nine percent. So we yes. have gained a, you know, that is a pretty steep climb. I mean, that's a low number if you look at the big picture through history, but we've gone up a lot from where we were just a little while ago. I'm looking at, I'm thinking the fourth quarter is going to only be about 1%, John. So I would, the the, the only reason I would be slightly cautious about that <laughs> is that I, I, I think one of the things that has happened in the economy is that people do a lot, is that the shopping uh, season has shifted. And therefore, I think a lot of the hiring shifted. So one thing I think that happened is, we we saw really strong employment numbers in September because people are doing the hiring that they normally do in November for shopping in September now because people do the shopping earlier as well. So that will lead to weakness in the fourth quarter because a lot of that sh- that used to be the holiday shopping season now takes place in the third quarter. Uh, but I, I don't think that necessarily means the economy is especially weak. And I think one of the things we're going to see next month is actually a surge in manufacturing jobs because mm. a lot of the striking workers who don't count as unemployed for the jobless benefits stuff, but are counted as unemployed in these reports that we just got out on Friday, they are unemployed because they were not paid to work. Uh, they will uh, come back onto the employment rolls. So we're going to see a big – so while, while that took away 35,000 jobs manufacturing this month, uh, the next month is going to add back probably even more than that. I'm looking at the um, the uh, hotline of the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. Uh, last nine months, net employment change, the number one 
employer was government, 531,000. Number two is health care, which is a lot of government, but that's 464. Leisure and hospitality, 445. And that's where a lot of action is taking place. That may be the strongest part of the economy right now. And then social assistance, 212. That's all government, blah, blah, blah. Um, Manufacturing only plus 37. So government is leading the way, John, and I would regard that as a sign of economic weakness, not strength. I do. No, that's absolutely true. And if you look the last, I think it's the last three months in a row, where the government number has been steadily growing by 50,000, that should not be happening when you have a problem where you're, the economy is not producing enough goods and services to satisfy consumer demand, so you have too much inflation. Well, government isn't doing that either. But what you're doing is when you're when you're hiring that many more people into government, you're pumping up demand without increasing the supply. Yeah. So they're actually making inflation worse by engaging in this uh, government hiring spree that really shouldn't be happening right now at all. Um, the Cleveland Fed inflation now cast, I think, has a very low CPI uh, for That's right. uh, what are we looking at? October, October, like point one, I think, was the top line. I don't know what the core, the core was higher. I think what we're going to see in inflation uh, is a weaker October. Yeah. In part, again, I think actually one of the things that's going to be surprising, and because we, we're still not used to it, the analysts aren't used to it. The, actually, the seasonal adjustments aren't used to it. Hmm. But if you see what's happening in the stores, I was in, uh, in in Costco recently, and they already had Christmas you know trees up. <laughs> you know, it's not even Thanksgiving. They're selling all the Christmas stuff. But a lot of big retailers are actually already starting to have what they call like early Black Friday sales. Mm. So the seasonal adjustment doesn't take account for that. It does that later on in December. It, it assumes that prices are going to come down, and so therefore doesn't you know read that into the inflation numbers. What this is going to what's going to happen is you're going to get a lot of sales, early holiday sales that will depress the headline numbers on uh, on inflation, but not really reveal where inflationary pressures are going. So plus gasoline prices, gasoline's come down. Gasoline has come down a lot, which is a little surprising given, you know, the state of the Middle East right now. Uh, But it has come down. Frankly, that's also probably not a good sign. That's a sign of an expectation of declining demand, not just in the U.S., but around the world. I mean, Europe's economy is in a lot of trouble. China is still very troubled. And I think one of the things that people are realizing is, you know, low, slow growth or even recession in Europe is going to depress uh, Mm. demand for oil. And that's actually holding down gasoline prices. John, uh, John Carney, you're a pretty good Fed watcher. Uh, did we learn anything from uh, Jay Powell and the Fed this week? Yeah, I think what we learned is that the hurdle for raising rates is actually much higher than it was a month ago. Hmm. Uh, but back when, some, when they met in September, they you know they said, well, we you know we're we're holding off, but we're you know probably biased towards raising. I think it would take some really extraordinarily strong employment and inflation numbers to convince them to raise again in December. I don't see that happening uh, for the various reasons we just discussed. So I think right now, even though they haven't admitted that they've changed their bias from tightening to just holding, 
they are definitely on a holding bias. It would take a, a, a big change in the direction of things for them to hike again. So that might, <clears throat> that would rule out December, too. It, rule, it certainly rules out December. They're not going to hike in January. Um, so at the earliest, if inflation gets worse, um, we would be looking at a March hike, which I don't think is actually probable. Right now, the market thinks they cut in May. All right. I think there's a good possibility that they hike in May unless mm. the economy falls off a cliff. Then, sure, any bet, you know, bets are off if that happens. Well, of course, Wall Street is putting the futures market with a decline in the Fed funds rate. Interest rates did fall quite a bit this past week. They always do that, though. They, I mean, now your question is, will the Fed cut their target rate? That's right. So the, the, right now, Wall Street is looking at is timing the cut. They had moved it all the way out to September. They said, well, you know, no, there will be a cut next year, but it won't happen until September. It came back to June. It came back to July. It's now June or May because they saw these softer jobs numbers and said, all right, look, if the jobs numbers keep softening, that could provoke a recession. Or at the very least, it could allow the Fed to feel comfortable cutting rates. And there will be a lot of pressure next year for them to cut rates because the obviously the Biden administration would like to see uh, rates falling and economic activity picking up. The real estate industry is screaming for rate cuts because they hate what it's done to home sales. So they really want to do it. Uh, so there's and people and there's you know plenty of uh, liberals in the economy who have been complaining about how high rates are. You know, Elizabeth Warren already, <laughs> so they want rate cuts as well. You know, I could see a rate cut like three days before the election. I, the, <laughs> the, the independent Fed starts slashing rates three days before the election. Get out the vote. Get out the vote. I mean, anything can happen on that. Um, so the inflation story is you're still probably sticky inflation three to four percent, though. That's right. And look, when I even though these jobs numbers were soft, when I look at and they were certainly soft, 150 is not was not a great number. When I look at the three month trend, we're at about two hundred and four thousand over the last three months mm. that we were also at we were at two hundred and seven over the prior three months. That reminds me of what I've been saying about inflation, which is that it's not coming down fast enough, at least if you look at the multi-month trends, yeah. it kind of looks like it's stuck where it is. Unless we get a couple more months of softer numbers in the jobs number, then sure, then I'll, then I'll buy that it's really softening. But right now, right, my friend. we're on trend at 200. Breitbart's John Carney, the best of the best. Thank you, John. Folks, we're going to take a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to Greg Jarrett. He's got a new book out. And what about these new Biden scandals? What about these new Biden checks? I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. Larry Kudlow.